This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford. I'm the host of the show. And David, today is a special uh, news update. I'm here with David Witt. He is the CEO of SOM International. And we have recently gotten word that the quake in Turkey is much worse than what we had originally expected it to be. We knew it was tragic, but the uh, but the news that came out as of today, and this is growing, but as of today, we're at over 36,000 who have been killed, thousands of additional um, uh, casualties, um, you know, injuries, um, thousands of buildings are destroyed, thousands of families who have been removed from their homes. Uh, David, tell us the news that we have right now from the ground uh, there in Turkey. Yeah, Mark, th- thank, you. thank you for introducing that. And again, our hearts are going out to uh, everyone and all people living in those regions. And what hope we have in Thanksgiving is that there are many Christian organizations there that are immediately offering help, who are set up to help in these situations. So specifically, Mark, the the mm-hmm. leadership we, we want to look at today, you know, really this situation, because um, whenever there's crisis or catastrophe, that's a test of leadership, right, Mark? I mean, right in our, yeah, even in our microcosm, our families, to our organizations, to then a country. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So I was just wanting to hopefully everybody to see today uh, how important it is that we do have something to offer and we do have a network of the body of Christ. And uh, so to just give some, some context here, with you specifically with yeah. myself and SOM International, I was I was able to visit the persecuted believers quite a few years ago, and just during our lifetime, Mark, they were no believers in Turkey. I mean, wow. Christianity had been wiped out, and it used to be that I mean, in history, during the Roman time, it was yeah. a bastion of Christianity. It was it was a center. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, so there's there's a long story there of just even apostasy that happened, and and just persecution and trials and difficulties right. that the Christians were driven out. And that God uses those times to purge and there's different seasons. But we know there's a good, a great movement of prayer in the last 30 years, specifically for the Middle East, mm. specifically for, for Turkey and Syria. And God's moving in hearts. And we've seen that. And, and now uh, the estimates, there's about 10,000 believers. Now, when I visited, there were probably about 3,000. Okay. This is over a decade ago. And I right. remember meeting with one of the top leaders of the you know, Christian church there. And you know, he's told me something profound. He said, for years, we had Armenians. Uh, they had Armenian Christians there. But the right. Turks are up north, if everybody wants to follow the demographics there. So they came in and took over. So that's a different you know, culture, minority group. He said that the Armenians uh, showed us Christianity, but they never showed us Christ. And then he talked about his story hmm. of coming to the real person of Jesus Christ, of God, Jesus showing himself, and then coming to a relationship and and seeing this new life birth in Turkey. And so it's been exciting that God is bringing back his remnant and and his life. Now, during these years, there have been even believers that have been martyred for their faith in Turkey. It's a very persecuted minority group right. and, and family there. Yeah. And and yet God is shining his light. Islam is, is highly entrenched uh, through the centuries. The the caliphate came from there, and the caliphate is the equivalent to the Catholic Pope and who ruled Islam. Okay. 
And so it's a very holy nation, lots of history in Islam there. And uh, so the, you know, the Turks are holding on to their culture and religion and has been a big resistance. But that, as I, I just mentioned, it's starting to change. But what we see in the scripture right. is that when God sends an earthquake, that is literally a metaphor and a physical reality that God is revealing the foundations. And as devastating this is, and I think theologically, Mark, as leaders to deal with natural disasters and how God uses that, and I know it's a, uh, it's a long discussion, but we do yeah, know one thing there. for sure, Scripture says, is that God is all-powerful and behind things. So we know He will use this, and He is using it. And so this is, you know, of course, bringing a huge suffering, really humbling to the people there in yeah. Syria that already has been in civil war. And so there's right. there's a, there's a massive spiritual battle going on. And so, you know, one of the things they're already looking at is that buildings weren't brought up to code. And and they go back to that. And already we, we were just talking about how there's been over 100 arrests of engineers and people who took shortcuts. Right. And what's that back to? Corruption. <laughs> so, yeah. so we yeah. see already the, the fingerprints of corruption uh, going on here. And, and so God has revealed these false foundations. And, and in the midst of this now yeah. is a unique opportunity that we could come beside uh, the believers there, the, specifically the Christians, because because of our network, we have you know credible uh, and reliable, trustworthy organizations that already had the re- right. already had the relationships, already working with the persecuted church. So we know that whatever we give to them, they're going to use for God's glory and to, you know make a difference. And um, so that's why we're yeah. just putting out you know a call to to let people know how they can pray and how they get involved. Yeah, and I think that that's what our listeners are are looking for. When you see these pictures of these buildings that have fallen down, apartment buildings that have uh, pancaked on onto each other, it's it's tragic. It's absolutely tragic. And then you're left thinking, what can we do? And how do we know we're not giving to an organization that's corrupt? As we've been chatting about some of SOM's connections, you have people on the ground, you have leaders who have been entrenched there for a long time, and some of these organizations are even using this as an opportunity to bring credibility to Christianity in the midst of these dark times. Can you tell us a little bit about some of our partners that we have specifically in Turkey and in Syria and some of these affected regions? Yeah, so SOM International is part of an association of like-minded missions around the world. This is global, and there's over 100 organizations. All of us rally around religious liberties and specifically persecuted Christians to come beside them, to assist them to let them know mm-hmm. that they're not alone and to strengthen their witness and with and specifically tools, you know, where they can be strengthened in their inner man, in their outer man, and then be a witness to others. One of our Danish missions, just put it this way, I just want to read this so good. All aid is distributed yeah, okay. through local Christians. And in countries mm-hmm. where Christians can experience persecution, discrimination, and oppression, it makes an oppression when the Christian minority reaches out to their fellow human beings in need, the emergency aid can break down prejudices and skepticism against Christians, just as it could give the church a platform in society so that it has a voice that it could convey the gospel. Through emergency aid, God's love in Jesus Christ can be demonstrated in a practical way, and it can touch people precisely in the vulnerable situation they find themselves in. 
So in other words, uh, David, so what they're doing is they're taking the aid that comes in, they're handing it to Christian leaders um, that are in the area that are known, and they're using this as a tool to to minister to people in a practical way and to share the gospel with people. Is that the, a synopsis of what's happening? Yeah, there? exactly. And they're building relationships by and building love. And remember, Jesus said to go you know, heal the sick and, uh, and preach the kingdom of God. So, right. you know, as the order that Jesus said that is first meet the physical need. There's times we got to meet the physical need. If we just go preach right. to someone who's literally cold, thirsty, and, and hungry, they're not going to hear the, the word at all. They're not going to feel gonna it, and they're going to get irritated. Actually, it's right. counterproductive. So we need to meet the first need. But that demonstrates the credibility and the truth of God's love in us and showing that there's a network. I mean, how do these Christians— who are who? Uh, many of them have their own homes destroyed or damaged, or and maybe friends and family who are injured. Yet here they are still able to reach out. It shows that they're part right. of a greater network, and I think that's what's key in this whole thing, as we think about what it means to be a leader, Mark. And because right. we're connected to this group, we you know we first of all we get. I'm going to build up the network, and then I'm going to build backwards to our relationship and how it all okay. works. First of all, right. because we're connected to these organizations, we have direct intel from our persecuted brothers and sisters of what happened, the real story, what's going on. Right. One testimony here, we have people are seeking shelter, right? This is right in Syria, in the churches. So they're using their buildings, those who have churches there. And for the cold and the rain, their houses are uninhabitable, yeah. and they are very afraid of aftershocks. And another worker yeah. said, we urgently need food, blankets, clothes, and material for heating. It's very cold. Of course, let's remember it's, it's winter right. here. And it is right. raining and snowing. Many houses have collapsed. You cannot be, you know, stayed in for the reasons of safety. And, and, you know, and this, again, that's just for Syria. So you got that layer of all the, the civil war disruption there. Uh, and so what's happening because, right. and then well, this is another organization that we work closely with. They partner with us in our, in our nations that we're working directly. We partner with them. For instance, this is last uh, month, we were able to give some more funds to Ukraine. And so they're giving, they already have set up, already getting in food, rice, lentils, oil, cheese, baby formula, oats, and tea, they said. In hygiene, they're able to get in uh, soap, detergent, dental care, shampoo, and brushes, and then they have jack. And then for emergency, just heat, and they have jackets, blankets, clothing, and heating supplies. And that's the that I just read out the emergency pack that they were able to put together immediately for it's one hundred twenty five dollars that they're able to to get those to believers. And there, then our partner organization is trying to help three thousand families, which would be about fifteen hundred individuals there. So again, that's an immediate impact because they've been working there 15 years. So they're an expert there. Yeah, I think you mean 15,000 individuals, um, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what I said, but yes, thank you, Mark. That's you said 1,500, 3,000 families and 1,500. Well, and I think we're talking 15,000 people. Yeah. So there's a network in place to distribute these things in an efficient way in the name of Christ. Yeah. So David, if people want to give to this network that's in place, uh, that's a trusted partner with SOM. How do they go about yeah, doing Yeah, thanks, that? Mark. Let me just talk to our partners out there. You know, our organization, yeah. really, we're a collection of quite a few thousand people who we communicate every mm -hmm. month who are partners. And partners for us are those who are, let us know they're praying, uh, they're serving in one way or another, getting the word out about 
our persecuted, unreached places that we're working and telling people about SOM International. And then there's the financial partners, those who are giving a donation, free will offering, just as the Holy Spirit leads. And um, yeah. and we are so blessed with incredible kingdom-minded people. And that's our, what right. we call our partner base, because we know that their heart's right. with us and they're serving us. And so it's, you know, it's a mutually serving. That's who we feel like we get to represent the United States. We get to be ambassadors for this cream of the crop, you know, believers and disciples in 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 our country here, and and get to represent them overseas. And so, one of the things that we try to, um, you know, try to offer is uh, again to represent our heart and faith and Christ's love. Is one is hundred percent of designated donations through SOM goes to whatever that designation is when we're operating there. And so anything that's offered for Turkey or Syria, people could just put earthquake relief or Turkey or Syria right now. We know where that's going. And 100% of that will be forwarded to these uh, other uh, ministries that we know them personally. We have relationships with them. And we're part of an organization that has the same values and heart and kingdom perspective. And again, 100% of what we give to them goes to the field. So this will get on the field. This will impact people directly. So that's a way people can be involved. And Mark, I just want to now just kind of close out our time with the leadership principles mm-hmm. that we always want to highlight. The, again, with this just happening this week, humbling and sobering, the hope that I got to is getting back to what Christ does yeah. in us in maturity and leadership. And I think all of us out there who are listening, who are believers in Christ, are leaders. When Christ is in us, we're leaders. And one of the things that God shows us, in the, and one of the themes for us this year that we're going to be talking about is the collaboration the cooperation. Why do we build? Here we are, you know, Mark, we have built relationships with ministries that are just like us in some ways, right? So why build a relationship right, with them? Because right. we're already doing the work. Uh, we, we can't all, you know, we, and sometimes that can be seen as competition, right? Well, it's not competition because we all have the same CEO and they're working in different nations and, and have developed right, relationships right. with persecuted. We can't develop the relationships with all the persecuted believers out there. It's just too big. There's there's right. job security we've always laughed about, right, Mark, in this work. <laughs> yeah. And so because we've simply, through the years, have built relationships with these other organizations, when there's a need, then we reach out to each other. We actually have an online chat with all the CEOs. I'm a part of it. And so us as CEOs to these association of ministries, we could reach out anytime when there's a need and um, and say, hey, does anybody working here, anybody have resources here? There's this person arrested here. Can you do this? There's this crisis happening here. Can I get some help here? And so we've been doing this for years. And, and what happens in the end is more people get impacted. We're encouraged because it's not just about us meeting the need. And we see the diversity truly of the principle of the body of Christ in the scriptures that we all have a part to fulfill and no one, the hand doesn't say to the mouth, I don't need you, because we're not independent. We're a community of Messiah, of Christ. And as we work together, then the whole part is impacted. Now, to push back the corruption we were talking about and to bring forth a, a spirit of love, a spirit of unity, and now bring forth blessing. And I think at the end, what's going to happen here, even in Turkey and Syria, is just pushing forth the gospel. It's going to highlight the believers there in the clean hearts that God's, that more and more Turkish and Syrians are going to get saved and get the word of God. And so it's so difficult. We hate seeing this. And we and the mystery 
of you know God's judgment and, and certainly natural disasters. And, and I don't think any of us will ever understand that. But we can see the fruit that God brings when he prunes, when he disciplines, that he's ultimately bringing forth his people, his righteousness, and his gospel. Well, so just to reiterate a couple of important things here, David, as we wrap up, first of all, uh, if you give to SOM and you designate it as aid for Syria or Turkey, if I'm understanding this right, David, you're taking out zero administration fee, 100% that of that goes to the field and goes to people who can use it. That's, yeah. um, it sounds like the same thing goes for That's Ukraine correct. as well, if you have a heart for that. We didn't touch on that, obviously, but there's also uh, uh, you know, tragic circumstances happening there. We have partners all over the world who are trusted, who uh, will get those funds that you send in to people who need them in the name of Christ. So if you're interested in giving towards those who are right now suffering in Turkey, in Syria, in the name of Christ, we want to encourage you just to go right to spiritofmartyrdom.com and press the donate button. Uh, David, is there another way you would encourage people to give? Well, I no, I just think I encourage people always to be Holy Spirit-led because obviously there are needs continue on, you know, of our our, our our family who's being persecuted in places like India. We have amazing work happening. Just got a report from Russell yeah, right. in Columbia. So we appreciate people's faithfulness because that hasn't gone away. And what's exciting is when these other, when, you know, major events or there's needs in the nations we're working directly, these other organizations come beside us. So it goes both ways. Right. Uh, so we've been able to ways. give towards them at needs and they give towards us. And so it's truly a collective audience out there that we have some mm -hmm. really good people in the field and we're working with. And that's why we want our partners to have confidence that we want to serve you and represent your heart to the nation, mm -hmm. especially the person unreached out there because that's where our passion is. That's where we want to be an expert in and we want you to have confidence in. So always feel free, even if we can't direct the funds or whatever, we, we, would, we would love to take your questions. We'd love to help you know, give you advice of how to give, how to pray as we can, even if we're not directly there. And and again, that comes back to that leadership principle. Even if it doesn't make sense, we're not getting to, you know, if you're a businessman, if you're not getting a direct profit, why do you get to know um, other people in the industry? Because when you make, keep a community and relationships in the end, it always makes us stronger together than apart. And that's the, that's mm -hmm. the principle that Christ showed us on drawing people of all sorts the, uh, to himself when he came. And that's our call as the body of Christ. So David, one last question. If people, you know, obviously people want to give, they can go to the website to give. If they want to pray, how can they find out how they can more effectively pray for what's happening in uh, Turkey and Syria right well, now? Well, yeah, actually, that's a great question. So if people just right now email in and we will deal directly with your questions on that. And we're, we'll probably direct you to even some of our partner ministries or just pass on some of the prayer needs and requests that they have. So if that's on anybody's heart, the easiest way to get is email or call and uh, we'll we'll take care of your, your needs um, and whatever questions you have. All right. So all of that contact information, a, a place to donate, it's all sitting there at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Yeah, that wraps it up for today. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been a special edition of At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.